All right, here we are, we're live. Uh, welcome to episode two of um, More and Stronger in ISO. We, um, we started this podcast last week uh, really because I guess we were thinking in this season, as we're looking down, as we're staring down the barrel of a, a protracted season of these kind of restrictions, you know, social distancing regulations, that sort of thing, that we, um, we figured really as a church and as individuals, we're either going to go massively backwards yeah. or massively forwards. And so we're really hoping, praying that what God is doing is to, is to take us forwards as a church. Yeah. Um, but a big part of that is, is going to be people learning to step out their own faith and to, um, to live out what it means to be a follower of Jesus, even while we're socially distant as a church. Yeah, that's um, right. So it's uh, great to get into. But also, I mean, we've been keeping up to date with what's happening in the Mork household and how you guys are, are getting on with things. Yeah. Um, how's, give us an update on the haircut situation. Yeah, the guys haircut situation as well. Uh, hopefully today, uh, Jet and I are going to get a haircut. We get haircuts together and they'll get the same haircut. And right. so it's, uh, it's, uh, it's fun. You get a father-son discount? Or? Yeah, sometimes I just say, you know, just two of the same things, you know, and that's what we do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then once he gets his haircut... Uh, I'm going to shave his name in the back of his head. And okay. so I didn't trust myself enough to cut his all of his hair because I'm not that skilled yeah. to do that. And I don't want to embarrass him too much. It's good. Good, good self-awareness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was thinking about it and then I saw Chris Ainsley give it a shot and thought, oh. <laughs> that wasn't great. Um, so I, d- <laughs> I didn't want to do a Chris to my son. So I, uh, so we chose not to. So t- uh, today yeah, we'll go get a haircut and then I'll do the... Do the um, his name's back of his head. Um, but things are going well. We have a possum in our roof, funnily enough. So yeah, the story okay. that John Gowdy, the yeah, possum wow. story, we've got to go again. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? So I've been on the speed dial of John uh, today, yesterday and today. And mm. uh, I'll let you know how the possum story goes next week. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. We, yeah. laid, we actually laid eight bits of apple last night to see if it's in there. And all eight bits of apple were gone this morning. Yeah. My kids were very excited about that. I mean, the key to a trap is not just feeding the possum, but actually <laughs> catching it. Yeah, I'm attracting. The house. Yeah, I think you, you, the more you've maybe missed a step. There, I'm attracting more possums yeah. now in yeah, my yeah. room. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah, yeah so we sort yeah. of tested there anyway. So yeah. that's that's what's going on in my household right now, mm. and a bit of outdoor cricket too, which is a lot of fun. So yeah. that's fun. Uh, tell us about the Dunn household. What's going on in isolation in your place? Yeah, well. My latest thing is uh, is just <laughs> when there's when we've got a bit of time on my hands, I just yeah. like to ask my daughter, who's yeah. four years old. Just I'll just ask her questions because she'll have a go no matter what I say. Yeah, and she won't ever say what do you mean or what are you talking about. She'll just she'll always try and answer the question. So the other day I said to her, like we were just nothing was going on. I was just like, Harps, tell me tell me a secret. <laughs> and she said she came up and whispered in my ear because she would just have a go at yeah, anything. Give it a shot. And she said, I will, I will give you the greatest party. Oh. I was like, really? And then she's like, yes, and I will give you a present. It will be drums. And I was like, cool. <laughs> and then she said, why do you want drums? <laughs> I was like, I don't know, it's your story. <laughs> and, then, and then again, like on the same sort of theme the other day, I just said to a Harper, what, t- what do you think about globalization? Oh. And she said, she said, cool. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, what do you, what, what's cool about it? And she's like, because you can be see-through. 
Wow, that is yeah. some deep, well, good answers. Yeah, yeah, because just you know, because yeah. it has it has it's broken down barriers between cultures. Totally, and we can see one another across the globe. And, and I like how she her answer of cool was just like a flat bat. I didn't really give you much, <laughs> did it? I just sort of knocked it <laughs> yeah. down. I yeah. like that. So she, yeah, so keep you updated yeah, on just on world issues oh, as I sort of good. As I throw them out. Some good answers. Yeah, it's good. But um, look, last week we looked at building the habit. And, and again, followed up on Sunday yeah. of um, meeting with God daily, yeah. His Word and in prayer. Yeah, How's win, it been going? win the day. Win the day. Yeah. How's it been going for you? Yeah, been good. As I, I shared um, last week, I've uh, been sitting in Isaiah 43, 1-7, and really just thinking on this idea of um, the nearness and closeness of God being close, mm-hmm. uh, but also His unconditional love. Uh, Isaiah 43, 1-7, you haven't read it, have a look at that, and it's, we can take those promises that are there um, of the Old Testament through Christ that are now ours. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, just really sitting this idea of God's nearness, the, the, the language there of that, we are, that we are precious in His sight, we are honored in His sight, and, uh, we, and uh, He loves us and He is near. And just really letting my soul um, believe those truths really changes so much of how I view myself and the world. Um, yeah, asking God to make that go deep. So that's mm. what I'm sitting at the moment. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, how about you? What, what's God teaching you in His Word at the moment? Yeah, so I'm now, so I'm going through the Bible in a year. Uh, yeah. So I'm coming up to Isaiah 43, actually. So yep. I'm in Isaiah, it was 32 this morning. Yeah. But really seeing God's sovereignty and nearness to His people, even as they walk through a season of discipline. Yeah. And it was serious as 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 He's saying to them, like, Israel is going to get wiped out. Yep. Judah's getting at the same fate because of it, all the stuff they've been doing, um, which is horrendous. Like it's, it's child sacrifice. It's all this kind of stuff that God forbid in Israel. Yep. Um, but he's like the refrain is that um, even though I've wounded you, I will heal you. He's going to remain faithful to his promise to build a people out of a sinful people. Anyway, so seeing God's sovereignty over a crazy part of history mm. has been has been great but also just spending time with him mm. each morning and and um and laying out my my prayers and concerns to him has been a real blessing as well so it's been been good over the week how many chapters do you have to read in a day to it's like four four yeah. okay so wow. this is, yeah so it's been it's not too much not too little yeah okay yeah yeah. yeah, people are asking for more Harper stories. Maybe we, we can Oh get my gosh, there's so many. There's yeah. more. I know, I feel like I should start a blog or something. There's more Harper yeah. stories, please. And then um, my son says, hi. Hi, Jet. Good to have you watching, buddy. <laughs> we'll get the haircut this afternoon, you and I. Uh, Looking forward cute. to that, bud. Yeah. Um, yes, yes, yes. So today, uh, we, we had spiritual, uh, spiritual disciplines, habits of grace. We, last week was communion with God, today's rest. Yeah. Um, so uh, in this season of, of COVID and being isolated... Um, uh, why, why do you think, or what? Yeah, what do you think? Rest is so hard mm. during this time of. It should almost be easier, but it's. I guess it's not. What, what are your thoughts on this, man? Yeah, well, I don't know. Like, I think that's what's been confusing yeah. about it. Is that I think, look, biblically, um, the way things are laid out is that work and rest are connected, mm. and I think what you know what this um, pandemic has done is thrown into chaos both our the ways that we work and the ways that we rest. And I think it's, look, probably most of us brought in some level of unhealthy or even unbiblical patterns of work and rest into this time. And so maybe that's made it even more difficult or complicated. But I think, yeah, I think basically many are struggling um, to to work out patterns of work and rest that are just even and steady and healthy going forward. For some, it's because now just everything feels like work so you're on all the time you're working from mm-hmm. home you're probably yeah. working a lot harder just to do 
I don't know, less than you're even doing before and so feeling like you're just spinning your wheels constantly at the same time as not really having any break always being in the house yeah hard to disconnect you yeah. know work and home life and all of that um and then on the flip side for others who are now either unemployed or underemployed or stood down now it's like there's actually just too much time mm. to rest and so yeah again so those patterns are, are needing to be like redefined and reset yeah because i think all of that all of that's just tiring so it's probably helping us not feel very rested but um but yeah it's it's a it's a time of actually redrafting the ways that we do work and rest yeah 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 mm-hmm. um sorry people are asking it's a bit quiet on all right. Well, I, well, I can just put it closer. It's just like I'm running the, yeah, right. the just, live just feed night today, so <laughs> we are running, the, running pretty solo here. Yeah. We'll just talk louder in the microphone. We'll see if that yeah. works. We'll hold yeah. the microphone closer. So please let us know if we're coming through louder and better. We'll try yeah. that a bit yeah. more. Um, yeah. Uh, so let's define. Let's define work and rest biblically. Mm. Uh, run us through that biblically. What is work? What is rest? Yeah. So look, the pan. The pan that we get. Is set up in Genesis one. Yep. Uh, the the earth is formless and void. God creates order, creates humankind in His own own image, and then He charges humanity with with this charge. He says, "Fill the earth and subdue it." So this is the project that humanity is committed to, that um, we are to fill the earth with image bearing humans, and to subdue creation. And so to subdue creation is to to reorganize creation to create something new for human flourishing and, and human enjoyment. And that's the, that's the project of work. So any effort towards that end is work. So yep. from, uh, you know, and every bit of work has a mental component and a physical component, some more than others. Yep. So building a house is work. That's probably more physical work and some mental work. Others like creating a vaccine is going to be a lot of mental yep. work as well as some physical. Um, but writing a thesis, um, you know, which would be, you know, more mental work is also work. You're trying to create something, reorganize um, information and understanding to create something for, for humans to thrive and flourish M- writing music creating art all of those things these are this is work this is contributing to that project that God has charged humanity with yep and then on the flip side then rest is when we are enjoying God's creation with him and so the definition for that comes from Genesis 2 when God sets the seventh day as a day of rest it's a day for him to be with his people and just enjoy what he has made and yep. organized um, so he has set the pattern of work and rest. He doesn't do it just because he's exhausted. We're told from the book of Isaiah that he never fatigues. Mm, yeah. um, but he does this to create a pattern for humanity that there is this to be, uh, you know, this balance of work and rest. It is also the case that un- from now until the new creation that this era will be defined largely by work as we bring about this project yep. of yep. of God bringing people from every tribe, nation and tongue to himself. And then the new creation, as we see in Hebrews 4, it will be defined by a rest, by enjoying what God has made this this new creation with Him forever. Yeah. Um, so, really, just to sum it up, work is subduing and and filling the earth, um, and then rest is enjoying God's creation with Him. Yeah, and it's really kind of a it's a spectrum. Like um, some things are really clearly work, others are really clearly rest, but some kind of move from one to the yeah. other. If you're yeah. like a, a musician. And you're writing a song and you're just doing it for, for no reason. Then suddenly you think like, oh, I think I've got a song here. Maybe I've got an album. And then suddenly you realize you're working and you're, <laughs> you're, you're trying to achieve something. But I think the, the, the easiest way to see it is that when you're trying to complete something or finish something um, and do something that's going to you know, subdue part of creation to create something new for human flourishing or enjoyment, 
then you're in in the workspace when you're just like eh, if i finish it i finish it if i don't i don't yeah you're really in that in the more in yeah the, in what we see as the yep. biblical pattern of rest yep mm. yep i'm hearing pe- with people saying it's much better now we talk a bit louder okay. and close microphones that we've nailed it so yeah well done to us all right thank you <laughs> the um as we think about this thing of rest though for you g why look if if um, if rest is something that we need to do, it's part of being human. It's the yeah. way that God has created us with yep. these patterns of work and rest. And it's so enjoyable. Why, why do you, in your mind, why don't we rest more? Yeah, it's hard. I've, I think, you know, we were just discussing then, we, we were talking yesterday that I've, I found it really hard to rest at home at the moment. And, you know, I walk around the house because I'm at home a lot and seeing all the mm. things I have to mm. do and mm. to-do lists and work out, I should, you know, I should mow the lawn or I should fix that up or do a bit of painting or fix this doorway or whatever. Mm. And it's, uh, I almost form this to-do list in my mind and I can't rest and I think my soul is really wound up like a spring and I think it's, it's that, that clear break from what is work and what is rest and they get really blurred and especially mm. being at home. It's mm. really hard for you saying, mm. working from home, what's work, what's rest. So I think I find that really hard but I think there's also something deeper going on and I see it a lot in our culture and I see it in me as well is that our, our, our work is so closely linked to our identity mm. and I think this idea of, you know, if someone asks you, the common question people say, oh, how are you going? Everyone says, oh, I'm really busy mm. and that's almost a badge to wear, isn't it? Like, mm. you know, if you say, no, no, I'm, I'm actually pretty, um, I'm pretty rested. People mm. would say, yeah, you're lazy. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, you're obviously not like doing your bit. Yeah, yeah. work yeah. harder. Like mm. we're a culture that really values hard work mm. and so I think so for so many of us, um, uh, our jobs, our career, uh, is so closely linked to our status and our identity. Mm. And so often work is we need to work harder and improve ourselves. And, you know, a, a book that I've just been thinking about, I've been reading a little bit is the Schizero book and on his chapter on the Sabbath. And it's that idea, you know, you work hard because you want to prove that you aren't, you aren't good enough or you need to think I'm not safe enough, I'm not perfect enough, I'm not successful enough. So work harder and harder and harder. Mm. And I think so work can be really linked to this idea of, of I've got to prove myself all the time. So we mm. find it hard to rest as a people. Mm. Um, throw into that that you know we live in a in a in a in a time and a place where it's really expensive and mm. so we got to work hard to earn money to live and so we're working you know 70 80 hours a week and mm. so it's really hard to rest we're really wound up and what's it's hard to, to unwind and i think mm. that's why we find it really hard mm. to rest at the moment yeah 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 for sure yeah um so as we think about rest and how important it is and how god has woven it into the fabric of creation society and that's actually um it's good for the flourishing of humanity to rest tell us uh maybe some top tips on how to rest mm, yeah well look that's what everyone needs isn't it someone giving their hot take on, on <laughs> give us on more, advice. This time. <laughs> more advice look, I, can, I can tell you some things that i found it helpful from scripture so yeah. it's really not my counsel in that way i'm just this is what i'm drawing from or gleaning from scripture yeah but i've seen it i mean like god's word is living and active and i've seen it at work in my life and yep. the degree to which i've obeyed or listened to god on these things i've seen it um impact positively and then the degree to which i've ignored it i've seen it result in sin or, or difficulty yeah. um the first one would be i think that that rest for your soul comes from god and so no amount of practical tips around rest or this or that or the yeah. other can make up for the fact that if your soul is not at ease then um then there's there really is only one solution for that so in matthew 11 jesus says yeah yeah, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Come to me, and I'll give you rest for your soul. Yeah, and so the sense that um, that really deep and true rest comes from 
from knowing your God and from bringing um, mm. your troubles and whatever is on your mind to Him and, and hearing from Him, your Creator. And that's and Jesus modeled that in His ministry when He's greatly troubled and sweating drops of blood. Yeah. He goes to, to commune with His Heavenly Father and that's our model for us as, as followers of Jesus as well. That that's yeah. where we're going to find true peace and rest. Yep. And, um, and it is helpful. Like one, one tip that I picked up around just meeting with God each day, particularly in a time like now where there's just a lot of pressures and difficulties and confusion is the principle from Philippians 4 of um, don't be worried about anything, but in everything, bring your request to God with thanksgiving. Yeah. Yep. And so setting a pattern of writing down each day as I pray what I'm worried about, what I'm just feeling yeah. edgy about, yep. and bringing that before Him, but also not forgetting thanksgiving. Yep. Um, that part of biblical rest is enjoying um, God and His creation with Him. Yeah. And it, in fact, sin is enjoying God's creation apart from Him. Romans 1 is. Yeah. They neither, neither glorified him nor gave thanks. Yeah. And so, yeah, so that's been helpful so that, that really rest for your soul comes from God. Well, the second one then is to avoid avoidance behaviors. Yeah. So an avoidance behavior is anything that maybe on its own isn't a problem, but if you're starting to do it because you're avoiding something difficult, there are difficult emotions or there, is, there are issues in your life that you're not dealing with and you're turning to a stimulant to try and avoid dealing with it, yep. that's, that's not restful. Yeah, it feels like it because it's a distraction, but it's not actually that restful. So Netflix, screen time, stimulation, eating, drinking, all these things, they're not restful because we're avoiding something that we can only find peace from God in. Yeah. And so I'd, I'd say my things it would be avoid avoidances because at worst they can be, uh, sorry, at least they can be destructive and at worst they can be, they can lead to just outright sin. Yeah. Um, and so that's, and sin is definitely not restful. Um, so that'd be, that'd be tip number two. The third thing is that um, is to find things that are enjoyable that you can just thank God for. So exercise, music, playing music, but not trying to write anything specific. Drawing, if you can draw, coloring, something that's going to focus you and and um and, and engage you. Yeah. Um, to get out in nature as much as you can at the moment. Um, yeah, those kind of things of uh, uh, knowing what it is in the way that God has made you that you can just rest and enjoy His His good gifts. Yeah. And then the other one would be like a, a daily and weekly pattern of rest. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is probably particularly hard at the moment. That's yeah. what we're struggling with in our yeah. house. Yeah. Because all our patterns of rest have been thrown out the window. Yeah. And I imagine it's the same for everyone else. The ways yeah. you had of switching off or the set and forget ways of doing things are now gone. Um, but we've had a couple of like good Saturdays. Yeah. Um, where we set it aside for a full day of rest. Yep. To um, be thankful to God and enjoy his creation. Yeah. Yeah, but um, but tell us for you. Yeah, I know you guys have been trying to do, um, yeah, a day of rest, a, a Sabbath, that sort of thing. Yeah, how's it how's it going for you? What what are the things that go into a good day of rest for you? I love what you're saying there too. Like uh, with Jesus, his pattern is like not just in the garden. Even his pattern in his ministry is withdrawing. Yeah, and if it's good enough for the Son of Man, then surely for us, right? Like Jesus yeah. withdrew what, you so think you're many. Better than Jesus? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think you are? Okay. Um, like he withdrew regularly to be with his Father. Mm. Oh, I, I think that's so so right, so true. Uh, for us, look, it, it's hard. I think it's just the, the idea of, uh, we talk about patterns of rest, weekly rest, the Sabbath idea really kicks up for me in thinking about what is Sabbath and having one day a week set aside um, to, to rest. And again, I, I think I've been reading a little bit on this and trying to get my head around it more because it's something that I've heard about but never really uh, implemented in my life I think for both of us uh, it's only come recent the last few years we've been thinking about this idea but I love this pattern again reading on it of um, uh, four things to do and that first one is to stop 
Um, on, I think on Sabbath, you this is the idea of you, you embrace your limits, mm-hmm. that um, your work and what you're doing is is not necessary for the world to continue. Mm. And it's almost, it's a, it's a, it's a humbling what? thing. To, I know, right? I know. Yeah. It's a humbling thing to say, no, um, God is still on his throne. Mm. He will still look after mm. all of this. You're even not that important. You're not that important. Mm. That's a really helpful perspective, I think, to have of, uh, of your life and the world that you do. And you will never, ever finish all your goals and projects. Mm. It will always continue. Mm. And God is on his throne and he's managing, ruling the universe pretty well without you. So you don't, he doesn't need you. He did it for a little while before you. He's probably going <laughs> to keep going after. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, that yeah, idea yeah. of stopping, yeah. and that's a good thing. And to, to know your limits. And that's why God's made us, made sleep. Mm. So we actually, it's, it's, mm. it's a humbling thing. So you need to stop and rest. Mm. So first one is stop. The next one is rest. So to engage in activities, as you were saying, uh, that restore and replenish mm. your soul mm. from, like you're saying, napping, hiking, reading, eating good food. Mm. We're in a pub. Where does TV fit for you with that? Yeah, TV's a hard one for me. Uh, and there's certain things that I find, you know, I watch sport, but I'm so in, in, into the game that I get really sad if my team loses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's I would, a few in that zone. I know, there? Chris yeah. Ainsley and Rob. Uh, yeah. You know, I know when your team, the Bombers lose, but uh, yeah, I, yeah, I find that a bit too. So it's it's a fine line and something that I want to, like you were was talking about this yesterday, movies that you watch and you feel okay afterwards. Mm. And so I'm going to choose what I watch and mm. not too much as well. Um, so I, I try to, for me, almost avoid TV because uh, it's, it's uh, yeah, not good for my soul. But doing puzzles, we're doing a lot of puzzles at the moment, mm. which, um, but I get quite competitive with puzzles. But anyway, <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> this is when, like, when you're trying to rest and then you start turning it into <laughs> totally. work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just churning through the puzzles. Anyway, so yeah, mm. rest, that one. And then delight. I like that idea of enjoying God's creation. Mm. Um, and then the last one is really uh, contemplating and contemplating on God and enjoying Him. So for me, a Sabbath used to look like I would go and I'd, I'd exercise, I'd eat some really nice food, I'd go to Bondi Beach, go for a swim. Mm. And enjoy that all, all while starting the day with being in the Word. And so having that pattern that I mm. love um, was really helpful for my soul. Um, and, and we're trying to do that at the moment, like bike riding is a thing for us at the moment. Mm. So we go bike riding. Katie's got a bike from next door neighbors and we're going for rides at Darling yeah. Harbour. And it's beautiful to be out in creation, enjoy, enjoy family, but also enjoy the blue sky, enjoy mm. the breeze in your face, look at the, the leaves and the colors of the trees and enjoying what God has created. Not trying to gain anything, mm. but just enjoy. It's a mm. gift. And yeah. I think enjoy that. And I think um, acknowledging God in those days and thanking Him is really important for our souls uh, mm. during this time. But it's hard. It's, mm. it's, it's not easy. So yeah. that's what we try and do. Yeah. What, um, what do you reckon? This is, we didn't plan this. We're just going live here. Well, we are right. live, whatever. But um, uh, over these next couple of weeks, what are, you, what are you hoping to work on in terms of rest? Yeah. Turning rest into what a What am project? I trying to hope to work I think that thing I, I was saying at home, I, I had a... I wrote, I have a little book and I write in all the things I've got to do mm. and I was, almost became a slave to it mm. and I couldn't sit still because every time I sat still, I thought I should go and get those things done mm. and I think I'm trying to enjoy what I can in this season of being at home with my family and enjoy the gifts that they are to me mm. and rather to try to do more things or achieve more things. I think this is a, you know, this is a hard season. It's a unique season, but trying to see mm. God's gifts in this season mm. and and take and and enjoy them for what they are, mm. and so that will be just enjoying time with my kids mm. and enjoying them, enjoying time with my wife, investing more in that. That's I'm gonna be better at that at the moment. Mm. Um, uh, 
and the, and enjoying the slower pace of things. There's less pressure, I feel, mm. to 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 go and do things. I, for me, it's often you know, I have feel this pressure to be social, and mm. I am a so I'm an extrovert. Mm. But I you see on social media all the things you're missing out on, right? Mm. And now you can't because you stay at home. <laughs> yeah, off. yeah, yeah. And so how can I? It's an introvert's dream. They're like, see, it's. It's been destroyed for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Enjoy our lives. Uh, yeah. So it's, but I want to try to take these moments for what they are mm. and enjoy them. Mm. Um, for us, I think it's almost a forced rest for people. Mm. Um, and how do I embrace that and not push against that? Yeah, I'm trying to work through that at the moment. For yeah, it's good. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I reckon, look, um, look, we're going to work on the same things. This is a habit that I think in um, this season we haven't nailed fully yet. So it's all, mm. I think it'd be great as a church community to be sharing ideas of how to implement biblical rest. So whether you're, it's going to look differently if you're single, married, no kids, kids, there are different challenges depending on, um, on what your life circumstances are. Um, but it'd be interesting to hear if we can, I guess, creatively as a church community. Yeah give one another ideas on, on how to do this yeah. well. And I think also how to create, how to create um, it is about creating almost ways to, to cordon off work and then yeah. to rest because they're all being blurred and mashed in with one another. Yeah. Like one of the things I've been doing, I know it sounds dumb, but like you can't, often working at home, you can't commute home, but I always, always dress fully for work and then when I finish the day, so at five, I'll actually just take my shoes off as, a, as just a signal to myself, I'm switching gears now yeah. I'm going to you like morning. Put your suit and tie on. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Walk out of the bedroom. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And my suit and tie, tie just like painted on my shirt. Yeah, yeah. just shorts on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, like we're gonna think through one thing for us is like how to do a date night. So how to connect yeah. as a couple yep. while you're just at home because yep. the default is you just put the TV on. It's not yep, connecting time. Right. You're just shoulder to shoulder, not yep. face to face. Yep. So that'd be a challenge. And then, and then the Saturdays. I feel like we've gained a little bit of ground in the last little while. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's all right. Well, look, we'd love to hear from uh, everyone out there how you're going at it. Yep. And to encourage one another in it and to be praying for one another that we would honor God in this season and yes. be able to, to thrive and not merely survive. Yeah. We'll be back next week, midday Monday, looking at the habit of church community in wow. this very strange That's time. That's going to be fun. Yeah. So look fun. forward to that, everyone. We will catch you then. See you then. See ya.